Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Hey guys, ding ding dong. You know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the universal symbol. Ding ding dong for back to school, obviously. <laughs> hey girl, ding ding dong, go to class. <laughs> uh, in the next couple of weeks, all of our children are going to be going back to school in one way or the other. My children are going to be online only buddies. Shelly, what about your kid? My child is also going to be an online-only kid. And Julie, uh, what about your kids? My kids are also going to be online-only buddy kids. And Kelly, what about your baby? My baby and my fluffy babies are also going to be homeschooled. (laughs) (laughs) Online or or, or what? No, dog. It's all going to be... Are you going to teach her those good, nice, big laughs? Ha, ha, ha. Now that she's a laugher girl. Yeah. Well, now that she's a baby laughing girl, I thought it's not like she's going to Santa school or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, but how cute would that be? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now I know what I'm going to dress her up as uh, during Christmas time or Halloween or back to school, the famous getting dressed for back to school. <laughs> ding, ding, dong. Santa costume for Halloween for go back to school. <laughs> Everyone knows the first day of school is a best costume contest (laughs) i don't even think my son will probably wear pants during school so (laughs) we're easy breezy over here doing online school this year will make things really hard for me personally because my favorite part of back to school is backpack pictures our mom When we were kids, would always make us take a first day of school picture of the front and then turn around Mm -hmm. the back so we Mm -hmm. can see what your backpack looks like. And we did not buy new backpacks this year because no one is going to be taking anything anywhere. (laughs) What about you guys? What what is what is something you like about back to school or hate? I'm okay with that. You know, just the anticipation. Who's my teacher going to be? What's the school going to be? Well, that's what my kids are asking this time because they're going to a new school. (laughs) What the heck is this school? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Kelly? I just liked seeing my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the education was unimportant. Kelly, this is a perfect answer for you. And Shelly Gang, we, we need you to know that Kelly was the social butterfly of our family and, and continues to be. Brag. I mean, brag on behalf of Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of me, thank you. But education is, is great always, but uh, I like it more now than I did. <laughs> Hard to appreciate it when you're in like the second grade, <laughs> being like, this will really help me in the future. <laughs> it's, it's hard work being popular. Yeah. Uh, Shelly, what, what do you love or hate about back to school, Shelly? For many years for me, when I was littler, it was really that first day back to school outfit. <laughs> Picking the perfect outfit and shoes and everything to to just, I dressed to impress. Um, So that was a good part. But like, also equally, I hated the shopping for all those new clothes. (laughs) That was not my favorite part of back to school time was like 
the weekend where we'd like all go shopping for 8 billion hours <laughs> and shop for clothes at the outlet mall, baby. Well, and then we would do it month like super early and mom wouldn't let us wear the outfit until like whatever 2 months later when school started. <laughs> but as a parent now, I totally get that. I totally understand. That's true. Shelly, to me, your perfect back-to-school outfit uh, contained jean shorts. No. See, when I think of back-to-school outfit, I feel like the one that really stands out in my mind was a year where I got some pink plaid um, skort with a, with a white shirt with also a pink plaid like teddy bear, like the perfectly curled hair, the kind of tallish white socks and white sneakers. And I was looking my best <laughs> and was your friends like ooh and ah no it it was not important to anyone but me no one was ever like shelly you're such a fashion plate i just was like no i'm doing this for me <laughs> <laughs> well shelly you know what else i do for you i i produce a podcast where i make you answer really tough questions because you're so shy did you know that <laughs> that's great for me <laughs> Yeah, so every week we bring a topic that is suggested by one of our listeners, uh, a.k.a. the Shelly Gang. Uh, we bring it to our sister Shelly. We talk about the pros. We talk about the cons. And then we have a sister expert who's known Shelly for a really long time, and she tells us what she thinks Shelly will choose. Shelly, would you like to know today's topic? I would. It was submitted by our beautiful and wonderful niece, Ruby Miller. <gasps> I know her. <laughs> she doesn't know what school she's going to because they just moved. It's a big mystery. Shelly, today's topic is tea parties. Uh, Ruby, you did it. <laughs> I don't think that's a topic Holly would have come up with on her own. <laughs> it is a majestic topic that was quite well received at the small committee meeting. Uh, Julie's going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like tea parties. I'm going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And Kelly, as our sister expert and, again, social butterfly who has been to a tea party or two. Right, Kelly? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kelly's going to be telling us what she thinks you will choose, Shelly. Are we ready? Ready. If little Ruby is standing there, Julie, uh, she's going into the first grade, and if she's standing there feeding you lines, uh, just don't <laughs> don't let her sound get too into the microphone, okay? <laughs> I'll make sure to put the uh, noise dampener between her mouth and my microphone. Perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> So I actually did take a family poll of what the best things about uh, tea parties are, because we actually have quite a few tea parties in this household. Theo, my eight-year-old, was the first one to chime in, and he said, cakes, sugar, <laughs> treats. Shocker. Shocker. He knows what he likes. Uh-huh. Uh, Ruby chimed in with scones. Corbin chimed in with crumpets, which I never have actually eaten, so I, I can't say from firsthand knowledge. Aren't they just like biscuits? I thought they were muffins. What's a crumpet? They're kind of like English muffins. They're kind of a mix between pancake, English muffin, and a biscuit, yes. Yeah, they are kind of interesting. I have had a crumpet. Now, Shelly, I, I don't think this reflects on the topic itself, but what did you think about the crumpet? 
It was fine. All right. That's what I that's what I imagine it would be. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have it maybe in the proper tea party setting. I just saw them in the grocery store and went, I'm going to buy some of these. I don't really know what to do with it properly, but I'm just going to get one. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know if you had it with a tea party. You know, maybe that reflected on, on the taste of it. Tea parties, they're an excellent reason for you to have a, a delicious baked delight or other kinds of delights. I don't know. What? What what's good tea party food? Finger sandwiches. Finger sandwiches. Yes. Uh as I alluded to, we have tea parties quite often in my house and uh we always have something to eat with it. And sometimes it's a little bread with some butter and jam and sometimes it's a scone. Uh it's never been cake. So I don't know why Theo said that. <laughs> Maybe he just wishes it were cake. Every time. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's like he's saying like, next time, cake. <laughs> I'll get you next time, cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and Shelly, I think you might like cakes and snacks and delicious baked goodies. Um, yes. Ooh, Julie, you're really hedging your bets there. You're really going out on a limb. <laughs> yes. Phew. That would have really wrecked my whole thing if you'd said no. <laughs> you know what? If you're going to have a baked delight, have it at a tea party. Delish. Fun. Yum. Wow. Yes. Do it. <laughs> Ooh. Pow. Bam. Uh, I've been watching my favorite show, Taskmaster, a lot lately. And a, a new word I've picked up is bosh. What is that show? It's a British kind of game showy uh, game. It's very silly and funny. Everybody, go on YouTube. Uh, there are many, many episodes up. Enjoy it. Just do it. Bosh. And it's British. Did I say that's British? You did. You've said a lot of words in the past minute or so. I have. They've been very forceful. Oh, guys, it's really hot in this room. <laughs> I think it's going oh, to I'm my sorry. head. Next. Shelly, this gives you an opportunity to get out the fine china. I have a little china set. It's four plates and four little teacups. And I think it's extremely fancy because in the plate, there's a little indentation where you can set your teacup in there. And for some reason, I am enamored with that idea. I think it's so fancy. And uh, we just moved into a new house. And so I was finding places for everything, and there are some very high cabinets. And I was like, I could put these up there and kind of tuck them in the back. Then I said to myself, no, that's too hard to access, and I want to use these bad boys. <laughs> You're like, I never know when a tea party's going to happen. I need to be ready. Um, You are not wrong, because <laughs> we've only been in this house a week, and uh, sometime a few days ago... I was getting dinner ready and the kids were like, can we have tea? Because they found my little box of like mint, peppermint tea. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And then the next thing I knew, all the kids have one of my special little teacups in their hands. <laughs> and carrying them around. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm glad we're using these, but be careful. So you can get out your fine china and your fancy tea set. I don't have one of those, but my ruby does. Corbin uh, recently bought her a little 
tea set that looks like each little piece looks like a little thatched roof cottage. And it's adorable. And of course, Ruby loved it. Do you guys remember the pink tea set, the pink plastic uh, Fisher Price one that we had growing up? Of course. I got one of those like on Etsy or whatever when my Lucy was like two. Like I was like, I need this for her. And she loved it. And that's when my kids were really into pretending to play Chopped all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So the tray was very helpful for like covering the basket and then, you know, taking it off and going, what are we supposed to make with these grapes and this cheese and this empanada together? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very cute. Oh, my goodness. See, I guess your tea set doesn't have to be made of fine china to be a, a delight to experience. It can be made of plastic. We all remember ours from our childhood. A, a bonus point. Tea sets. They, they span the ages. <laughs> oh, no. What am I doing? I just worked against myself. <laughs> Shelly, my next point is that tea parties are not only good for eating delicious treats... Using your fancy tea set, it's also good for that hot gossip. (laughs) (laughs) I know you always are into all the business of everybody else. And uh, inviting your friends over for a tea party is a really classy way to get the the gossip of the neighborhood. That's why I always have tea parties (laughs) with my children. You have them just spying on the neighbors They bring you all the good goss. Or it's just like a way to trick them into snitching on each other. Oh, they already do that. <laughs> they, don't, they don't need bribes to do that. Oh, yikes. So true. <laughs> they don't have qualms peeking through fences. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if I were their neighbor and saw their cute faces in the knot in uh, my fence, I would just be so like enamored that I wouldn't even worry about them seeing the bomb I'm building in my backyard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the hottest gas in the neighborhood. <laughs> Did you hear Holly down the streets building a bomb? Scandalous. <laughs> and all of us tittering behind our hands. <laughs> yeah. Eating cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> Uh, can I tell you guys a, a funny thing? Speaking of kids, talk, my kids talking to the neighbors, as we were kind of loading up things into our car or moving van to take him to the new house, Corbin and I both had people come up to us who we had never met before. And they're like, are you the dad or are you the mom of those those three little kids? They're so cute and they're so nice. We're so sad you're moving. And I'm like, well, that's nice, but... <laughs> I'm glad they're bringing sunshine to the neighborhood. Also, what are my kids doing? How do how do I not know that they're talking to all these different neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even know the influence you and your children have had on the, the building. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's nice. That's a lovely thing for it people to say. Very nice. As an aside, our mom has taught us that if we can say something nice or like especially true, like something that is true. We should always say it, even if it feels out of place or weird at the time, because it will benefit someone, even if it's just you, because you're like, I did it. Yes. And Shelly, how often do you follow that? Just go up to strangers and say the thing you're thinking. 
<laughs> um, well, I I do try to keep that that advice in my mind, and I when I am encountering like a clerk at a grocery store or you know a secretary at the doctor's office or whatever, I always do try to like be like, you have really cute nails, or I love your earrings or your lipstick or whatever. I do do that. That's probably like mostly the way I do that particular thing. <laughs> my new thing is leaning out of my car window and saying, I love your mask. <laughs> <laughs> Some nice positive reinforcement. Uh, I also did want to yell out at a teenager kid who is skateboarding and who just had like the coolest, like, but also slash homelessest uh, fashion sense. And I wanted to yell out, you're iconic. But I was with my <laughs> husband and he would have gotten too embarrassed. <laughs> Caleb would have like dived out of the car. <laughs> I just told my husband, I need you to know what I just saved you from. And he's like, what was iconic about that kid? And I was like, look at him. And I almost did it again. <laughs> Uh, I took my kids on a bike ride where I was riding a bike. Uh, Lukey and Valley were in the, the carrier, and then Ruby was on her roller skates holding on to the back of the carrier. And wow. uh, every single person that we passed that was out, like, commented or gave me a thumbs up or, like, said, wow, you're doing great. One guy stopped in the middle of the road in his car and leaned out his window and was like, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize. And it made you feel good. It did make me feel good. <laughs> it made me feel great. Did you feel iconic, Julie? <laughs> <laughs> I felt so iconic. I'm going to draw a picture of this kid, a dramatic <laughs> rendering, so you'll know. <laughs> like a courtroom scene like style Sketch. picture. Uh-huh. With all chalks. In fact, it's going to be chalk art on my driveway. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, okay, Shelly. Get the hot goss. You want to know what's going on. Have a tea party. <laughs> Invite over all the busybodies of the neighborhood. One of the best parts of having a tea party is you get to wear big old hats. I don't know. I was wearing a hat right before we started recording. I was about to say, is that why you're wearing the hat? Yeah. Or did you have a, a, a formal tea party right before recording? <laughs> yes, I was wearing my Indiana Jones style fedora <laughs> for my tea yeah. party. And the shirt that all of you have, including our mom. <laughs> yes. Yep. From my mom and your mom, I guess. But I didn't want that shirt because it has flowers on it. Yuck. <laughs> this is my nice shirt. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so I do love hats. Like I, I have this fedora. I have my gardening big floppy brimmed hat and I've got my... Uh, like 20s style, flapper style, bonnet kind of thing. I just, I think it just really pulls together a look really easily. And it hides my crazy hair that I've got. Big hats are great, but you know what? That's not the only dress code for a tea party. Uh, Semi-formal is really where it's at. You have your knee length or calf length garden party outfits dresses i think it's literally called tea length tea length dresses how apropos and gloves but don't you try wearing those gloves during the tea service because that is a faux pas uh-oh i've gone into french mode <laughs> pearls of course low heels you don't want those bad boys sinking into the grass when you're walking around <laughs> so are you saying 
that every tea party should be also a garden party? <laughs> mm, no, I just have a yard on the mind because I uh, have a yard now and I love it. So what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, fancy outfits. Uh, I, as I was reading, uh, reading a wiki how or whatever it's called of what to what to wear. It was like warning me. Don't wear your gloves during the tea service. Don't wear too much makeup or else. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. <laughs> and I was also looking at like the Pinterest like garden party attire. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love all, I love this style. It's totally me. Maybe that's why I like tea parties so much. I just want to dress like that all the time. Semi-formal always. As I also kind of said before, tea parties are great for youngsters and oldsters. Uh, if you're a kid, <laughs> if you're a kid, you are playing with your little plastic tea set. You're setting up your uh, stuffed animals and dolls around and serving them tea and crumpets, and you're having a wonderful time getting all the hot goss from Barbie about what, uh-huh. what's been going on with you know the teddy bear over there. But it's also great for grown-ups. Instead of having dolls and teddy bears, you can have like grown-up other humans and talk with them and drink tea with them and eat crumpets with them if they're into that. I don't know. <laughs> so is is it only is only hot goss allowed or can you talk about other things at a tea party? <laughs> what else is there to talk about? <laughs> what about deep philosophy? That's what I prefer to talk about. <laughs> Uh, you can have a deep philosophy tea party. Why not? That's more for a salon rather than a tea party, though, I'd think. Or you could do like my husband loves get into hypotheticals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's all sorts of good conversation to have at a tea party. So Shelly, tea parties, they're fun. They're for everyone. Uh, they're an opportunity for you to be fancy and have delicious food and drink. And I thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodbye, I guess. Okay. I have some points, too, that I'm going to say about why Shelly should be anti-tea parties. And Julie has a very close personal connection with tea parties. Well, I am more of an amused observer of tea parties at large because I can't think of a real tea party that I've been to before. Uh, so so just know that, everyone. Uh, I've, I've been to Lucy Flanagan tea parties and they're off the hizzy. <laughs> that's about it. So, okay. So Shelly here, five reasons why you should be anti-tea parties. The first one is everything is so breakable. <laughs> Julie mentioned that uh, she has some some fancy china or fancy cups for her tea parties, but she didn't mention the sugar bowl. She didn't mention the cream sickle. <laughs> That's what they call the thing you pour the cream out of, right? Uh-huh, yes. They didn't mention the tea spoons, literally, for tea. <laughs> Can you break those? <laughs> yeah, Holly's, all of Holly's tea set is all china, even the spoons. No, no, it's because, unfortunately, most of the tea parties that I've planned have had a lot of, like, ESP uh, <laughs> sensitive people. They bend all my spoons. 
so everything is just so breakable and and that makes me nervous and you know how you would know that I'm nervous is because my left hand would be holding my saucer and my right hand would be rattling the bottom of the cup against the saucer and it would be <laughs> clinking, clinking, clinking and eventually there would be a crack. Oh, it'd be so awful. <laughs> would tea be sloshing over the side of your cup? Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. no, sloshing tea. <laughs> and that is a faux pas for sure on the wiki how. <laughs> Uh, But that brings another point of what is breakable. Rules. Tea party rules are breakable. Uh, There uh, is a code of conduct at a tea party that I do not uh, have familiarity with. And even if I did read a lot on the Internet, I still think I'd stick out like a sore thumb at a tea party. And therefore, not just the tea set is breakable, but uh, the tea party is breakable itself. (laughs) So you're saying, like, at a tea party, you would reach for, like, a little tea cake and everyone would just shake their head and be like, oh, she has no clue what she's doing. (laughs) Or I'd, like, reach down into my satchel and pull out my oboe and then just start playing it. And at that point, tea party over, you know? Or you don't bring hot goss. You just bring, like, medium-level goss. And they're like, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You must be new. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. it, if too many people do that, too many attendees act in this manner, tea party over. What is this now? Chaos. We've descended <laughs> into madness. You shouldn't always be going to the tea parties at your local country club. <laughs> well, that brings me to another reason why you shouldn't like tea parties, Shelley, and that is because they are lacking in effervescent color. <laughs> When was the last time you went to a neon tea party? Oh, like an 80s themed tea party. (laughs) That sounds incredible. (laughs) It does does sound incredible. Uh, I I never have heard of one, though. Yeah. When I think of a tea party, everything is extremely delicate in, um, in both dish and clothing. Your frilliest outfits, your silkiest garments... Your, uh, what is it called when a hat is made out of, like, weeds or, like, hay? Straw hat? (laughs) Straw. Thank you. (laughs) Your weediest hat. (laughs) I like a thatched hat. Thatched roof. (laughs) That's all I can think of. (laughs) Yeah, all of that uh, is just neutrals. A lot of neutrals. A lot of acrus. A lot of creams. So, so you're saying you're not a kind of girl who will wear a pastel. Okay. There may be some people in the Shelly Gang who have never seen my vis- my visage before. <laughs> but based on the sound of my voice and the words that, that I say with it, do I sound like someone who's really into pastels? <laughs> Holly also has the issue of if she wears a pastel, she's almost invisible. <laughs> I am a pale strawberry blonde girl and I just have to live with myself and um and that means I wonder which came first uh the, me hating pastels on a like an innermost level in my heart or the fact that I can't wear them and therefore they have no use for me in my life that's an existential crisis that we will we'll need to revisit this <laughs> at my neon tea party ha <laughs> I'm in. Uh, But yeah, I just so, so when you look at a tea party, 
like if you look in your mind's eye, close your eyes, Shelly gang, and look at a tea party. Mine is happening at like a great Gatsby scenario. Everyone's wearing like clothes that that could easily be taken off to go into the swimming pool, you know, at a moment's notice. Right. Okay. Or, you know, that's like a three-piece suit. Is that that's easy to take off? <laughs> yeah, right. No problem. And the corset underneath is not going to be a problem either. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just that. That's what I'm into uh, in terms of easy to take off things. You know. So, so when you're picturing tea parties, they have to be at least from a hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think most of the ones that Julie was describing were like from the Victorian age. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. (laughs) So if there's a recency bias, I should win because... (laughs) Because you're referencing referencing something that happened a little later than, like, um, the importance of being earnest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Perfect. But yeah, even if you, like, close your eyes and look into the importance of being earnest, uh, maybe the most bold color there is a navy blue. And even then, that person's really sticking out. And I just cannot abide by this, tea parties. I cannot be tamed myself. (laughs) Holly comes through on her wrecking ball. (laughs) Uh, And I feel that, again, if I showed up uh, at a tea party in my geometric designed leopard print. How would you do geometric leopard print? (laughs) I don't know. That's a bold look, though. I bet. I bet your daughter Lucy could pull that off, though. She probably could. (laughs) Uh, But if I showed up, that would just be another thing that would be held against me at a tea party. How many geometric leopard print outfits can show up at a tea party before it's not a tea party anymore, (laughs) Shelly? Another existential question. Shelly, you should also not like tea parties because I wrote here, yuck to its offerings. (laughs) That, I guess, is my way of saying I don't want to eat the things that are at a tea party or drink them, namely tea. Frankly, (laughs) frankly, I don't want to drink tea. And I don't want to do it when there are things that I don't even want to look at, let alone eat, like a cucumber finger sandwich. They look squicky to me, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you know what I do not love the look of? And this is a very controversial thing, Shelly, so I hope that you won't just totally write me off. I do not love the look of a uh, a little, like, oh gosh, Shelly, there's a whole week of them in Great British Bake Off that are, like, little desserts that are layered. Oh, entremet? Yes. Shelly, I do not love the look of an entremet. Those desserts that are, like, layered, and this is sponge, and this is jam, and this is cream. <laughs> I don't like to look at them, and I feel like this is the food that is served at a tea party. But what about like a scone with like clotted cream and jam? Like something a little more like not as, you know, fancy. Here's a cool thing about me. I do not like clotted cream because I can't stand the word clotted, and therefore I would rather just not have that thing at my party (laughs) rather than have to say, please pass me the clotted cream. Even saying, please get that clotted cream away from me is too much. I don't, I don't want to say, okay, we've got to stop saying this word. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like its offerings, tea parties. If there was a tea party that had chocolate milk and pizza, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> a tea party. <laughs> That's so 
gross. I would love if like a teacher was like, okay, everyone, if we, you know, sell the most wrapping paper, we're going to throw a tea party. <laughs> it's with your favorite pizza and chocolate milk. <laughs> like a class tea party would be hilarious. That's probably what people in England call a tea party. <laughs> like a pizza party. They call it a tea party. A pizza party. I just feel like tea parties should open up their hearts and their wallets and support local restaurants and businesses. And if there was a tea party that had a uh, yellow curry and also uh, orangina uh, <laughs> sh- shipped straight from France, I would go to it. <laughs> okay, I have two more points, Shelly, as to be why you should be anti-tea party. Shelly, the dress code varies wildly at tea parties. Julie mentioned many clothings. She also mentioned that she has tea parties with her children. (laughs) Do you think she makes her children wear gloves to the tea party? (laughs) I think one of them would happily dress up for a tea party. I think two of them would. I think three of them would. Kelly, Kelly, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I think four of them would. (laughs) Valley is a baby and therefore does not get a say and... uh, Julie, you bet against yourself. So, <laughs> but I cannot believe that there is a tea party. Like, let's say, let's truly say, you guys received an invitation and it was just a white cardstock with black letters. There's no like ornamentation, no nothing. Everything is in Times New Roman. And it says, you are cordially invited to a tea party. At Shea Flanagan, please come dressed for a tea party. (laughs) Dress code, tea party. (laughs) Do you honestly think that you would be able to, given that level of information, like I didn't even scent the paper. There's no other clues that I have given you. Um, Do you think you would be appropriately dressed? I would get on Pinterest right away. And see, okay, what outfit am I wearing? What goes with what? How many pearls do I need to wear? <laughs> I would probably do my um, my go-to, like, I'm not exactly sure if I should dress up or down outfit, which is, like, sensible slacks, like, maybe a cute kind of dressy shirt and some some cute flats. That would be, that because I feel like that, that can be dressed up or down. <laughs> Kelly? I think nice as well, like just kind of maybe a nice like summer dress because I feel like garden parties would are, are fancier. So I feel like tea parties, you just like wear a summer dress and a floppy hat. Uh, can I say one thing that it recommended for children to wear to a tea party? Yes. Mm-hmm. Feather boas. Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this is what I'm talking about. So so we've done it. We've we've all established what do you wear? <laughs> Who knows? It varies so hard and I'm scared to go to one and be wrong. And I don't have a portable uh like Mary Poppins bag that can carry all my clothes so I can sneak <laughs> sneak sneak into the very fancy bathroom with eight sinks. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that's what's in a fancy mansion bathroom. Uh-huh. Is is like an eight synced bathroom. But I can't just do a quick change like a magician at a a party when I show up and I'm wearing my silk gloves and my camo pants. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's appropriate. So, because I know that people wear camo outdoors. 
but I don't know why. <laughs> and so, You're like, okay, it, this tea party might be in a garden. I need to wear my outdoor clothes. But who knows what that is? Who goes outdoors anyways? <laughs> I love the idea of having to hide when you're at a garden party. How to blend in. Well, I mean, if you're very unfamiliar with the outdoors, as I am, like, you just have to kind of piece together your knowledge, and sometimes it's incomplete. Holly's like, I don't think I remembered to bring my orange fist so I don't get shot by someone else. Isn't that what you do when you go outside? Hunt? You lure the ducks with pearls, and then you shoot them (laughs) and then you serve them because i don't like duck either so i everything that i hate to eat i guess is served at a tea party (laughs) okay shelly i have one more point why you should be anti tea parties and this one is the most like psa of every point i've ever done so i need everyone in the shelly gang to listen so hard because i do not want this to happen to you okay shelly you should be anti tea parties because you can burn your mouth. <laughs> I got this point from my daughter, Lucy, who was trying to hurry me along when I was doing my podcast homework so that uh, she could make a smoothie because uh, I told her she couldn't make it until until I was done. <laughs> <laughs> But she makes a great point, guys. Uh, how is it that everyone's talking about hot goss if they can't even talk because their tongues hurt? Ow! That scalding tea. <laughs> are really. They, are they like brewing the tea right there in front of you? Like boiling water and then they're like, hey, drink up. <laughs> you are asking someone who has literally no idea. I do not know if there is tableside guacamole and tableside tea happening. Oh my gosh. Lucy just said, you can burn your mouth on tea. And I said, you are right. Let's make a smoothie. And that is what we did. So God bless America. Uh, God save the queen. Um, uh, oh, Canada. And, and I believe in you and me. Uh, <laughs> Wow, that's a beautiful poem. <laughs> that's I, I downloaded that Whitney Houston song from the Preacher's Wife soundtrack recently, so I've been singing it a lot. <laughs> you know that famous uh, track, Oh Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, uh, so Kelly, as our Shelly expert and someone who has been to a tea party dressed in a bug dress... Oh, yeah. Um, What do you think Shelly's going to choose about tea parties? First off, that bug dress, I hated wearing it because it was a dress. But you looked so so cute. cute. (laughs) It was a bug themed tea party at our local children's bookstore, Shelly Gang. And uh, I think it was for one of the new Miss Spider books. Chigirl was far too old to have been bullied into doing that. So luckily, it was just uh, our two youngest sisters, Carly and Kelly. And uh, mom wanted me to wear uh, these frilly socks and stupid shoes. But I fought her, and I think I ended up wearing my Meg from Hercules sandals. I feel like you are correct. (laughs) Or my Pocahontas boots (laughs) or something. I just, I I was so mad I was in that dress. I remember it being mostly fun. But I think Shelly is going to go anti because tea parties are 
They can be very formal. She likes being formal sometimes, but she doesn't like the small talk. Gets a little awkward and uncomfortable, and sometimes when people are overly polite, it's like weird. You don't know how to you don't know how to talk to them because they're being overly polite with small talk. <laughs> so you're just like, wait, what are you saying? And are we actually going to talk about anything else? No, cool. All right, this tea is good, <laughs> and I need to dunk my pizza in it. <laughs> where's my table side guacamole (laughs) do a nice dollop right in that tea um so yeah i think she's gonna go anti shelly now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the mvp of this podcast the most video game podcaster shelly on netflix have you watched that video game documentary series called high score yet I haven't watched it yet, but it is on my watch list. We just finished it. It's super good, guys. Everyone needs to watch it. Yeah, it looks really good. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly, what do you think about tea parties? I am going to say I'm hungry. We've been talking about food so much, I'm starving. (laughs) Um, So that's that. (laughs) I'll just say that off the bat, so I hope I don't get hangry later. You know what happens when I get angry. I'm going to break one of Holly's teaspoons. I feel feel like we have brought to the table a very specific kind of tea party. (laughs) Um, Like fancy garden party. I also think that Holly should start 80s themed tea parties. (laughs) I think, Holly, that would be like amazing. So I support you. Uh, You could have a pizza and milk, chocolate milk, 80s themed tea party. But yeah, so breakable, breakable things. I get it. Like, Julie, your children walking around with beautiful teacups would probably make me nervous too. (laughs) Probably even my own 11-year-old walking around with a fancy teacup would make me nervous. The colors at this very specific tea party that we've been talking about that I definitely see a lot of, like, florals and pastels, so I get it, Holly. You're not into that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess to each their own, because Holly brought up a point, yuck to food, and Julie's points was delicious, delicious food of many (laughs) kinds. Uh, And Holly says, yuck to the dress code. Also, what is the dress code? Nobody knows. And Julie said, dress code. That's great. I love fancy fancy dress code. <laughs> Julie loves a big floppy hat, I guess. I didn't know that, so I just learned something new. It's good for the young and the old, but be careful, you might get burned. <laughs> I guess I would, you know, if I brought a bunch of children to a tea party and I was worried about boiling liquids everywhere around me, like that would be dangerous. It would feel very dangerous. <laughs> boiling liquids all around me. <laughs> Shelly, I didn't even consider your your personal anxiety um, and your overprotectiveness. Speaking of young Kelly and you being so afraid of her going to fall over into the mouth of a canyon that you wouldn't <laughs> let her get close at all. Yep. So I didn't even think about the fact that, like, A, boiling liquids, B, lots of breakable stuff would really rattle you in an, in an anxiety-inducing way. <laughs> Um, so, so I have not been to a, a formal, like, tea party as an adult. There was a place, it was probably about a mile from my house in Australia, that did offer, like, it was this fancy old house, and they did offer, like, a, a formal high tea. Didn't you go to that? Mm-mm. I always wanted to, but never did. 
So I have not been as an adult, but um, I did as a child have my own tea set that was different than that pink one. It was like fancier and had like flowers printed on it and it was smaller. Um, and it was like my favorite thing. <laughs> I loved having tea parties growing up. And guess what? I still would. <laughs> what? <laughs> like if Jed had been willing, we would have had tea parties all the time. <laughs> um, I I just love... I love all those like cute little treats you can eat. I do love a finger sandwich. I think I would like to try like a, you know, a fancy tea and more of a, you know, maybe just like hang out tea. Like if someone just like brought out a tea tray and we were hanging out in that their backyard, it would feel awesome. <laughs> if someone did that to me, I would stand up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think it would be like really fun to have a tea party. Yeah, I, I, I like the food. I think the food is delicious that's offered at many tea parties. And I don't love tea, but I would I would happily go to a tea party and then just like have a cup of tea that I never drink. <laughs> <laughs> Put like 10, 10 scoop, scoops of sugar in it just to freak out your host. No, I just, tea gives me heartburn. <laughs> I would just just, like I tried doing like uh, chamomile tea at night to help me sleep for a while but it would give me such bad heartburn it really didn't help at all Um, so so like a mint tea wouldn't be bad but uh yeah I I would I would happily go to a tea party um Jet even when he went to school in Australia he had to bring two snacks every day in addition to like his lunch because they would have like um, one that had to be a fruit or a vegetable. And then they had tea. That was like the snack. The school snack was like the beginning of the year. They're like, okay, make sure he has like this fruit or vegetable snack and a tea. And I'm like, what? <laughs> tea? He has to bring tea to school? They're like, no, like a snack. And I'm like, what? They're like, we just don't call things snacks here. So yeah, I, I got used to the idea of tea like and having like a little snack in the afternoon as being tea. And so if you turn that into a party, heck yes. <laughs> a snack party. <laughs> snack party? When you say it like that, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call my 80s tea party where I'm going to serve uh, donuts and uh, flat 7-Up. So. <laughs> well, but snack parties, aren't they also called book clubs? <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, also, Julie... Uh, when you talked about all the different hats you have, it made me think of all the hats I have and also all the hats I always want to buy whenever I go to the antique store. I love oh. all those old-fashioned hats. How am I related to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on tea parties. And thanks again to Miss Ruby Miller for the submission. And now we are moving on to our segment, Five Girls Corner. Five Girls Corner. In the segment Five Girls Corner, we five Chatfield girls really connect on a personal level with groupings of five in pop culture. And today we are going to be talking about the grouping of five that features in Avatar The Last Airbender, which is a, a cartoon and, and graphic novel series and a, an ill-fated Ang Lee live-action movie. So the five characters that we are going to be talking about are these characters, and I will describe them a little bit. The, the overall show, uh, the world of the show, has the four elements, fire, air, uh, water, and earth. 
they all can be manipulated by the different tribes of the world. Uh, there's there's fire tribes and water tribes, and they all live all and you know all the other ones, and they all live in different places. And there is one person in the world who can can manipulate all of the elements, and he is called the Avatar. And and when the Avatar dies, then his spirit goes into another body, and then there's always an Avatar. And it is a really cute and very good show, and it is currently streaming on Netflix if you would like to watch it. And there are five characters. First, the Avatar, his name is Aang, and he is a a young boy who is an airbending monk. And he has a bald head and a big blue arrow on his head, and he is very, like, carefree and has a big uh, flying yak named uh appa and he's just a real cool dude next there is from the waterbending tribe katara and she's voiced by may whitman in in the show if you love may whitman like i do i do love her i love her she uh, can bend water she can manipulate water and she is a little bit older than ang but he has a total crush on her and she is a boss and she's not afraid of anything and she's very cool and good Next, her brother, who cannot manipulate water, but he is still a warrior, and his name is Sokka, and he is totally girl crazy. He falls in love with every girl that they meet in their travels, and he also thinks he's really cool and good at stuff and always tries to, like, do stuff before the others can. Like, I'll do this, you know, step aside, but then he he can't. And so everyone is like, we don't need you. Next. Okay, so we have Aang, we have Katara, we have Sokka. Then we have Toph, who is a blind earthbending girl from the royal earthbending family. But she can basically see because she can, like, feel the tremblings of the earth, essentially. Yeah. And she is super no-nonsense, and when you first meet her, uh, she is like an underground earth-bending battler at, uh, in the evening, and then her parents don't know, but in the daytime, she's like uh, kind of like a Princess Jasmine figure who's like being kept in the royal gates. <laughs> but then she joins them, and she is no-nonsense, and she does not have a very good sense of humor because she just uh, is distrustful of everyone. and she, But she also is like basically the most powerful person after Aang, the Avatar. Lastly, we have Zuko. He is a firebending prince who has been banished by his evil father. And the only way that he can be unbanished is by catching the Avatar and taking him back to the Fire Nation, who is set up as the bad guys in the television show. And Zuko not only is a great firebender, but he also is a a sword warrior. And he has a cool nickname that I can't remember what it is right now, but I I think it's not the Blue Beetle. I think that's what it's not. (laughs) I think the Blue Beetle is um, from the DC Universe. Absolutely it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, usually I don't go into that much uh, explicative detail, uh, but maybe not everyone listening knows about Avatar. So Shelly, Kelly, Julie, what Avatar character do you think matches with what Chatfield girl 
Well, the one that you described, K- Katara, the uh-huh. like super boss uh-huh. girl who like takes that, that's you. <gasps> oh, really? I th- when Holly said girl crazy, I was like, oh, boy crazy. Oh, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was my next guess. And then that one, the the boy, the girl crazy, you know, obviously would be boy crazy. That one I would think would be Carly. That's so funny. I thought it would be me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have not had this much uh, debate in a long time on this show, on this segment. (laughs) Who's the most boy crazy? (laughs) Gotta rank it. I think Kelly is Aang. That's so nice. Aang has a really deep connection, not only with his flying yak, but also with his little monkey named Momo, who I didn't mention. But, uh, and Kelly, the Aang's connection with his two animals made me think of your connection with your two doggies, who I love. Aww. Yeah, I could get behind I mean, that. I'll take that. Aang is uh, the youngest, so that also helps. <laughs> yeah, I support that. Kelly could be the avatar. I can tell you who I want to be. All right. I want to be Zuko so bad (laughs) because he's really fueled by revenge Uh and I relate to this. I I support that. (laughs) (laughs) But also I like that over the course of the show, he goes from being like a very one note bad guy to being like an extremely like layered and textured, like almost anti-hero. And Mm -hmm. I like that. I know, like, the people, the people who are into the show, they love him. I love him, too. (laughs) I I support (laughs) you being fueled by your rage and revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly, I think maybe you should be Katara, because Katara is, her approach is, she's very capable, but her approach is very chill, comparatively to some of the other characters. I support that. That too. I feel like I feel like water. That that seems like a cool power to me to be able to bend water. Okay, so Julie, you get to choose you and Carly. Oh, so there's Sokka, the brother. Uh huh. Who who really does? He does a lot of good stuff, but sometimes he just does things that all the other characters are like, "Why? Why are you doing this?" <laughs> um, and then there's Toph, who is. I want to say she's sweet and salty, but more salty than sweet. Okay. And she's also a fan favorite because she also has a lot of good (laughs) one-liners. I want Carly to be tough. Why do I want Carly to be tough? Mostly because I want to be the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can be Sokka and, uh, and that is great. And you know what? I have good news. Once again... Kelly is in love with Shelly because <laughs> Aang is in love with Katara. And in our, uh, in our movies that we used to make as children and, and young adults, uh, we've had a Kelly fall in love with Shelly before. <laughs> and Julie, you and I are brother and sister. Aww. And we're brother and sister in real life. <laughs> and Kelly, I want to capture you and take you back to my father. <laughs> as long as I can bring my yak and my monkey. All right. Well, this has been our segment, Five Girls Corner. Five Girls Corner. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. We really enjoyed talking about tea parties. And honestly, how 
fun would it be to have a neon tea party, all of us together, uh, when when this whole pandemic is over? To have a big worldwide neon pizza <laughs> cherry seven up party. I feel like we need to add some mini golf in that. Some like glow in the dark mini golf and that can be our tea party. I would come. I would go. I would do it. I want to do this. <laughs> okay, so Shelly Gang, if you would like more of us, like we want more of you. And if you want to RSVP to this worldwide tea party that I'm throwing, you can go to ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. There you can find all of our old episodes. You can find pictures of us. And I wouldn't be surprised if that pink uh, Fisher-Price tea set was somewhere in those pictures. <laughs> I would not be surprised at all because every time we go to Chatfield HQ, it's still around. I mean, not like out. Like on our mantle or something. But mom gets out the fine china for us. If you would like to listen to more family friendly content in your ears, you can go to podicongo.com. That's P O D I C O N G O.com. There you can find family friendly podcasts that are good for all ages and all ears. You can get some edutainment, you can get some role-playing games, and also you can get some people talking about Avatar. Oh, man, we should do an Avatar rewatch, family-friendly style. <laughs> Shelly Gang, mostly we just want you to come back next week and hang out with us, and by then our kids will be in school, so uh, we'll have loads of time to just sit and chat, and maybe our episodes will be like eight hours long. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That means I'll have edited it down from 12 hours just to eight hours. So <laughs> it's perfect. And with that, thank you and I love you and goodbye. Bye. 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 I love you. Happy learning. Bye-bye. <laughs>Hey everybody, this is Tarolyn Keel, host of the Beyond Six Seconds podcast. This podcast goes beyond the six-second first impression to share the extraordinary stories of everyday people who are making the world a better place. Every week, I interview people who are starting their own businesses, volunteering in their communities, or working with exciting new technologies to advance our world. If you're looking for honest, real stories about how people just like you and me overcome challenges to achieve great things in their lives, then you'll love this podcast. You can find it at www.beyond6seconds.com and on your favorite podcast player.